Awesome. Should we do one or two scriptures and then I let you guys go? Um, and I'm really just going to touch on and flow and give a review from what we heard yesterday and hope that you guys have gone back to listen again and again, make notes. And I hope you did go back and listen to Nation Service last year. There were some things I need you to draw out from that particular word. There were three components that PT began to speak to us about that will allow us to take nations. He spoke about us being hearers, speakers, um, and um, seers. Um, and those three components, I want you guys to go in a bit deeper and understand it for yourselves. As you go onto your various mountains, you're able to deploy yourselves um, as oracles of God, how, knowing how to hear, see, and move in the, in the dimensions that God has for us. Praise God. Okay, let's start with Genesis chapter 11 this afternoon. And I'm going to start with Genesis chapter 11 because something interesting happened here. Um, and um, we began to read it some months back, actually. So PT started speaking about language yesterday and how if the nation is ever going to prosper, in fact, let me use some quotes this afternoon. He said, um, there are some components that will strengthen a nation. Those three components are number one, language, number two, wealth, and number three, the deployment of wealth, yes? But then he get, began to start speaking about unity, the unifying factors that allow those three components to work. And he said to us, he said, let me find it so that I don't say the wrong thing. The confirmation of covenant is wealth or exhibits itself through wealth. Um, so what I saw in Genesis chapter 11 um, was so powerful to me because you want to do something, Mom? Are you sure? Okay. Awesome. Let's begin to read Genesis chapter 11. Let's start from verse 1. Now the whole world had one language and a common speech. Yeah. As people moved eastward. Before we go on with that. Let's go to the, different, um, the dictionary definition of language because you will see something interested in the second um, depiction of what language actually is. If we really want to talk about language and what language means, it actually is it, the, the, another word for language is unification. Because if I'm speaking to Pastor Daniel and you can hear me, what we are doing is unifying. I'm trying to translate a message to you, a sound to you. He's have got, he has got to have ears to hear that message and translate it in the way that has been given to him. Have you heard of a thing called Chinese whispers? When you go from one to one to one to one, what ends up happening when you get to the end of the line, the message is usually distorted because it never goes, um, it never ends up being what it was when it first went to the first guy. But what God has done with us is no longer a case of Chinese whispers. He has one language. So by the time we get to Acts um, chapter 2, you will see that one language. You will see that how even though they had many languages, yet they understood themselves in one language. There is a heavenly language that sets us apart and allows us to hear each other clearly so that we can continue building the kingdom of God and establishing it here on earth with very many citizens. That's why we need to be in Congo. Though they don't understand English, and Shania messaged me to say, Ma, we need a translator. 
I love that so much. And Pastor Daniel very quickly responded to my message and said, we will try and make it happen one way or the other. Because if God has taken us to globes, we need to have many languages, but one language. There needs to be many output, but one flow. The message must remain the same always. Now, what happened here in Genesis chapter 1, they were trying to do the work of God without the power and the propensity of God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let's begin to read that, Ma. <laughs> Have you got language. the language? Yes, ma'am. Can they hear? Uh, you need my phone. The Missella's trying to distract me, but it's not going to work. Praise God. Uh, can they hear? Can they hear? Um, they can hear. Okay, cool. Language. Yeah. Word duly arranged in sentences. Yes. Written, printed, or engraved and exhibited to the eye. Mm -hmm. Human speech. The expression of ideas by words or significant articulate so ultimately language is actually an expression but it's an expression that unifies because like i like i said earlier if i've got a message to translate to pastor daniel what it does that message allows us to become one if i'm telling him something or i want him to know something i want him to know it because i've got a message yeah so language ultimately is an expression that causes unification let's go Ma. style yeah Manner of expression. Mm -hmm. The speech of a particular nation. Peculiar to a particular nation. So the language of the nation family is peculiar to us. But what will begin to happen as we begin to develop our language, as PT constantly speaks to us and gives us this word, this language is then, we're then able to take it to the Gentiles, to those that don't understand this language and need to be indoctrinated to the language. Can I tell you something? When any, in any area or country you go to, there can be many languages, but there will always be the language. For example, if you go to America now, the language is English. Uh, but you will still see that there's Hispanics there. There are Greeks there. There are Jews there. But the commonality or what makes them unified is the English language. Even in Nigeria at a time, what the British tried to do was colonize Nigeria by making it speak English. So you will go to certain tribes like Lagos, their, 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 their first language so to speak, or what they will begin to communicate most with is with English. But then you will find many different tribes there. You will have the Yorubas, the Ibos, the Hausas, the this, the that. There are many languages, but there should be one language that's supposed to unify them. If you get to a family or a nation like this and you find that there are many languages, naturally there will be division. The reason why many languages were... Um, were created is so that people can be secretive with messages. They started to try and do their own things. They started to do different dialects. I remember as a child when I wanted to speak to my older sister and I didn't want my dad to hear, we used to do this thing called Shimana Shimane. Backslang. Uh-huh. It makes no sense to me now and I can't remember how we did it, but we used to do that thing where it would, do you remember it though guys? If, give it a, give it a. That was our language to hide what we were speaking 
it was to hide what we were trying to say from my dad. We were trying to be naughty. We were trying to be secretive. We didn't want him to know our language. So we created our own language that went against what mom and dad really wanted for us. But that language unified myself and my sister. That language allowed us to speak a language where we in our world, yeah, in our world can understand ourselves. So language create worlds, yes? Let's go back to, let's finish reading that, yeah? When two or more persons customarily annex the same sounds yeah. to the same ideas, yeah. the expression of these sounds by one person communicates his ideas to another. Yeah, the second one. Words duly arranged in sentences, mm -hmm. written, printed, or engraved, yeah. and exhibited to the eye. Beautiful. So we've seen that language ultimately is an expression. Aha. Uh -huh. Some heard, okay, let me hear Pastor Daniel. Some heard me speak Igbo yesterday and were surprised because they thought I was only, I only spoke nation family. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Even the guys are laughing because you know, you know Pastor Daniel speaks in parables, so you just say yes, sir. <laughs> it's powerful. Let's go back to that Genesis chapter 11 because it's profound. So what these people try to do, they try to use the same vehicle that God wanted man to use to unify themselves, to cause division to some degree. So let's read Genesis chapter 11 and see what this Nimrod went to do. Now the whole world had one language and a common speech. Yes. As people moved eastward, yeah. they found a plate in Shinar mm -hmm. and settled there. Yeah. They said to each other, come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. Mm. They used brick instead of stone and tar from mortar. Mm. Then they said, come, let us build ourselves a city yeah. with a tower that reaches to the heavens. So you see what languages does. Language unifies people. So Nimrod got the, 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 the so to speak now, Nimrod got the ideas that belong to God, but tried to use it in a worldly form. He tried to take the, <laughs> you know what word I was about to use, and um, he was trying to take the glory of God or what God had given to man to shape his world here on earth, but use it for his own devices. So what, what he began to do was try to build a city, a tower that reached the heaven. This guy wanted glory for himself. I love my new Bible that I've got because it's got four translations here. In the NIV, in the Amplified Version, it says here that he wanted fame for himself. He wanted to make a name for himself. He wanted to be as famous as God was using God's tools, using God's resources. It can't work like that. So listen what happens next. So that we may make a name for ourselves. Uh-huh, thank you. Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. Good. But the Lord came down to see the city mm -hmm. and the tower the people were building. Yeah. The Lord said, if as one people speaking the same language they have begun to do this, yeah. then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. I think that is so deep. And I think it's so deep because God even knows the power of language and what it can do. When we are all one in language, we are unified. When we are all one in thought, one in speech, one in idea, we can unify. The reason why the world can do some really great things is because they stick and understand one language. The reason why the finance mountain for a while can look the way it is because they're all speaking the same language. It's the Nimrod style. I wanted to use the word propensity, but again, 
I know that it's going to be laughter on a Sunday service. But that is the Nimrod flex that the world is using. It's the same thing. They understand that if they speak the same language, they will be unified enough to build something that is great. Something great enough that can go against the will of God, but that's not what God wants in, in this generation. So what he does, he snuffs out a set of people that are bound by covenant, that will speak one language like you and I. So we have the nation family and seven expressions from the Inspire family to the um, family capital, to the power base, to the connect, COD, Pulse. Those are all, all, all one language still. We all have one flow, but different expressions. So even in our language, we, can, we know how to translate. So I love the fact that Shania asks, can we get an interpreter? Why? Because it begins to show that this work that the nation family has is going global. We can't say we're going global and don't have the resources to go global with. We have to be prepared in season and out of season. Second, um, Second Timothy uh, 4, I believe. I like that scripture, actually. We're going to read that as well. Um, we've got to be prepared for that. When God has taken us to the nation, he says, be ready. And the way we ready ourselves, I love how God works. Most times when we think that we're going to the nation, it's like we've got to have, it's got to look like this. We've got to be prepared like this and da, 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 da. You know, in God's unreadiness is when he's ready for us, for him to work. In our state of what we think is like, we're not ready. God says you're ready. It's so consistent with scripture. You see it from Joseph, from Abraham. They don't look like ready people, but God says, I'm ready to use you. In your most unready state is when God says, let's go. Let's go to work. Peter didn't look like a ready guy. We saw that he even denied God, denied Jesus. But God says, I'm going to use you all the same. Finish reading the um, Genesis. Then come, uh -huh. let us go down and confuse their language. Yes. So they will not understand each other. Yeah. So the Lord scattered them from there over all the earth. Yes. And they stopped building the city. And they stopped building the city, yes. That is why it was called Babel. Yeah. Because the, there the Lord confused the language of the whole world. Okay, I now know where they got the word Babel from now. So um, when we hear Babylon and Babylon, and when we were speaking that language before, um, uh, like shigurei, 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 uh -huh, it was Babylon. It was babbling. It was a confusion of languages. Why? Because of this Nimrod stuff. Yeah, I don't want to use the word I want to use. I think what I have to start doing now, when I hear big English like that, what I end up doing is I sit on the dictionary and I think, what does that word actually mean? So when you've got an understanding of a word, you cannot help but to use it. You know, <laughs> so but anyway, we won't do that. So that's that Nimrod stuff. We now will know where the word babble came from. Have you finished reading, Mark? From there, the Lord scattered them over the face of the whole earth. Yeah. Wonderful. So now we hear, from, we hear how God would have, um, want, wants us to build. He wants his children to go and build because the next set of that scripture will now start speaking about Shem, Ham, and Jepheth. And those were the people that God wanted to build with. But this Nimrod went to go and do something behind the will of God that was actually supposed to be for God because he was right in terms of trying to build a kingdom. But it had to be for the glory of God. It had to be for the sake of God's kingdom, not for the sake of his own glorification or for man's uh, uh, self 
indulging. And I like the fact that at times I can say to myself, I don't feel worthy of this call or worthy in it to be in a position of leadership. Why? Because that keeps me under the covering of the language of the nation family. Ever I start saying, now I know it, now I can do it, is when the Nimrod nature begins to develop. And yes, I may grow a thing. And this is, goes back to the vision we saw in Ashburnham where I saw myself in a mountain. That was Nimrod. That was the same nature of Nimrod wanted to build, to glorify self. God says, no, not in my house, not in my way of doing things. You submit to the grace over the house that you are under and you work in the flow, in the dimension of grace given to them to do the thing that this house has been called to. Let's now go to Acts chapter 2. Before you go to Acts chapter 2, let's go to the second Timothy. I did say I don't want to teach or preach this afternoon. So I'm just dropping reviews from yesterday's word because I think it was so profound. So if we can be unified, then wealth is inevitable. If we can be one as a family, wealth will be inevitable. We won't even have to ask for it or look for it. It will just come as a natural, uh, natural disposition or natural um, outpour. Uh-huh. When the Bible talks about seek the kingdom of God and its righteousness and everything will be added, that is that scripture in reality. When we find ourselves being unified, because what will kingdom be? It will be the establishment of God here on earth for his people, right? So where he can see that, wealth will naturally just come. Yeah, let's keep reading. Yeah, verse, one. Uh, verse 2. Actually, start from verse 1 then. Let's read from verse 1. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, yeah. who will judge the living and the dead, yeah. and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, yeah. I give you this charge. Yeah. Preach the word. I love this. He said, I give you this charge. Preach the word, yes? Be prepared in season and out of season. Be prepared in season and out of season. You won't even know what your preparation will look like at times. I said to the fam house of family yesterday, you don't even realize that actually you guys, you're growing, but you will never know that you're growing because it's you. You never, a child will not come and say, mom, dad, I'm growing. When Pastor Ganyat has her baby, the baby's not, no, stop doing it. Uh, the mum and dad, sorry, the baby's not going to go to mum and dad and say, mum, dad, I'm growing because that will be babbling. It's not going to do it. The baby will be babbling for a while until it's mature enough to see that actually you and I will say, Pastor Gany, Pastor Martin, the baby is growing. It will be us to identify. It. Why did I get into that just now? <laughs> you get where I'm going with that. Growth is can be measured but at a time you wouldn't even know you would just be in it so the bible says just be prepared just keep growing stay in the place that begins to feed you wherever the nutrients are stay planted by those streams and naturally organically you will develop into what you need to be that is your preparation so your preparation isn't you waiting outside your window and saying, I'm waiting for the snow to come. That will be silly. Your preparation is going to get your snow hat. Your preparation is going to get your gloves. But you don't even know when the time is coming, but you know there's a time that is coming. Just be prepared. Let's keep reading, Mom. Correct. Uh -huh. Rebuke and encourage. Yes. With great patience and careful instruction. Yes. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Mm. Instead, to suit their own desires, 
they will gather around them a great number of teachers. Did you go past the point that says, be prepared in season and out of season? Have you said that already? I've said it. Can you go back there again and read Preach it again? Preach the word. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. I just want to stay there. Be prepared in season and out of season. Like I rightly said, elite nation, elite family, and everybody else that's watching this afternoon, the preparation is this word. You being readied by the word is what's preparing you. If you can stay in the flow of this language and develop the, the custom of this language and the nature of this, this language, naturally, when the snow comes, you will know what to do. You will know to put your hand, your hat on and your gloves on and things like that. You will know when the time comes to go out and go and get your souls. You will know exactly what to do. I loved when I came home yesterday and I saw all these souls in the house. And I'm thinking, where is this one from? This one is not even a black person. I saw somebody from, where is he from? Philippines? Philippines. Philippines. But this kind of guy, Pastor George sat me down and said, Ma, do you know this guy has a portfolio of this? He's an investor in this and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Though he may speak another language, they were speaking the same language. They became one in that moment because their ideas were one. The kind of house that God is building, he is so global. We will be all over this globe, from the Philippines to the Dominica Republic. But when we sit down and meet, the message will be so consistent and so the same. Nobody will be confused anymore. Though we may have a different dialect, Though we may have a different um, a way of doing things, the message is what keeps us one. The message is actually our language. The message is what breaks the barrier of language. You see, PT said it yesterday. He said in Nigeria, there's like how many? 250 different um, languages that are there. Already you can tell that place has been scattered. But God will have to come in with the message one message that everybody can unify themselves that's how nigeria will be great again but if we continue like this or if it continues the way it is that's a country divided but there's grace all over that place and god is causing us and raising us up as a nation family to go there and instill the message the language that is kingdom that will ultimately get that place back to where it's what it's supposed to be let's go to acts chapter 2 as i begin to round up this afternoon Africa in general, um, Acts chapter 2, as I begin to round up, I told you, get ready for tomorrow evening. It's going to be so powerful. Um, and Pastor Genevieve will, like I said, um, be firing us on from Wednesday onward with all the team that she's got ready to lead us on those particular scopes. I'm speaking about this language of one because as elite is growing and expanding, I don't want you to get confused thinking that this is the way I do things. I told you guys, you know me, you know me already. I'm not shy to say somebody go away and get out. If you don't flow with this thing, I'm not sentimental. This is what it is. What's grown elite these last couple of months is the fact that we've been speaking this one language. All of the houses from 5 a.m. firing hot prayer, firing hot word, firing worship, doing, firing in our giving. That's our language that's keeping us as one. And so I've said to the, the finance team, the Pastor Genevieve, Pastor Rebecca, Pastor Priscilla, I said, the way we're going to do giving this month is going to be different. It's going to be house giving. It's got to be house giving. So from the house of um, family to the state house to the um, house of grace um, and also faith house, um, we're going to do a house giving and it's going to be competitive amongst ourselves. We're going to reach our target. 
we're not just going to reach our giving target, but our soul's target as well. I told you for the month of February, what are we aiming to do? What are we aiming to do? Let me see you. Let me see you guys speak to me. What are we aiming to do so that I'm reminded that you guys know, aha, uh -huh, 200 souls for the month of February and 50 seeds. Yeah, 50 seeds, 200 souls. Okay, wonderful. You guys are with me. 50 seeds. Don't put K because people will, I said 50 seeds. Aha. Uh -huh. Thank you, Pastor Mika, before they accuse us of stuff that we're not. Aha. Uh -huh. Wonderful wonderful you guys are with me so the houses we're going to get competitive with it and we're all going to reach our target you saw how the women were last month on fire spreading we've we've given global seeds we've given um our monthly seeds and we're going to get hotter with it listen it's reckless abandonment when it comes to our giving and our soul winning and you guys i just know you're already speaking the same language as me because we're just doing it anyway the things that you're, you've been able to do, um, it's because we all hear ourselves now. Uh-huh. Let's go to Acts chapter 2 so that I can round up with you and get ready for tomorrow, which I think is going to be amazing. Um, I don't know what we're going to speak about yet, but I know it's going to be outstanding. Your leaders are going to speak powerful. Pastor Genevieve and uh, Pastor Beverly will give word. Um, and then again on Saturday, we'll go in with Pastor Tafara and whoever else will be coming on, Pastor Claudette and stuff like that. Acts chapter 2. It can't be first 42. What does first 42 say? No, 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 it can't be. It's verse 1. When the day of Pentecost came, uh -huh. they were all together in one place. So before we even get there, it's so important now that PT was saying it yesterday, that even when we get the word, so that the language remain consistent, we don't dilute it with our own theories or our own understandings. You know, we're quick to do that because we want to teach. I said to Pastor George and Pastor Genevieve, please, the grace that has been given to you is souls and finance. The moment we, even me as your leader, begins to try and start teaching things because we want to show our English language and we want to show that we know certain things, is the minute we fall out of the covering and the grace that's over the house. I gave you um, 2 Corinthians 8, um, the Macedonian church and the grace that was given to them. The moment we try and do things outside of the grace that's been given to us is the moment that people start running away. It's the moment that you start looking at your giving and saying, I can't reach that target. Why? Because you're moving outside of grace. You're moving out of a dimension. In fact, you become alien. Uh-huh. You've, you've become an alien towards the things of God or you've alienated yourself towards the things of God that have been given to us as a family. So we've got to be careful that whenever we are teaching, and even me, I always go to Pastor Daniel and say, sir, what was I saying today? Tell me if there's anything that was wrong or this, that, and the other. Why? So I keep myself under recovering. I used to mess, I would want to go and message PT, but I know it's probably not going to respond back, but hallelujah. That's why Pastor Daniel is there. So, okay. Anyway, um, but I do that just to cover myself. So you as leaders, whether you have questions with stuff, don't quickly go and say, let me preach this. No, 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 no. People will look at you and say, huh? What are you, what are you talking about? Because that's not what we heard on Sunday. I didn't hear that on Thursday. You will confuse and bamboozle people. So stay in the grace that's been given to you. When Pastor um, George comes and speaks to us and speaks so passionately about souls, I'm like, I get angry. I'm just like, yeah, fire. 
But if you start trying to teach to me about how Noah and Enoch, they actually were cousins in the dimension of uh, 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 the seven sons of Caesar, I'm going to, what? What are you talking about? I'm just, I'm going to just tell the team, turn off the periscope, turn it off. You, don't, you just don't stream the day. So again, I'm saying that so that we stay in this language. So we keep consistent with the message. And I'm using Pastor George as an example because he won't do it, you know? So it's beautiful stuff. Um, let's read this Acts chapter two. Let's go. Suddenly, uh -huh. a sound like the blowing of a violent wind. Sound. Everything about language is sound. What do you hear? And in that message of nations last year, PT spoke about those three things. He spoke about hearing, speaking, and seeing is all to do with sound. It's all about what you are hearing. You know, sound works as vibrations, you know? For those of you who are doctors, you will know more about how those things work. But they are vibrations that go into the drum of the ear and begin to protrude a message to you that translate to the all things and stuff like that. Suddenly, <laughs> a sound like the blowing of a violent wind yeah. came from heaven and filled the whole house yes. where they were sitting. Yeah. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire. Good. Tongues of fire. I love the fact that it's got to be tongues of fire. Every Saturday, guys, those of you who are at home, I always feel sorry for you because you're not feeling the dimension of what's in the house. It's hot, I'm telling you. The prayers, the worship is hotter than what you guys are getting to see on the stream. So we've gone out and bought some equipment. Um, and Shepherds Media, of course, with Pastor Daniel Jr. and Clement have helped to organize better equipment so that the streams can be clearer. But it is so hot here. It is crazy. I, I hope I'm not speaking for myself, guys. Um, it's hot, isn't it? It's, it's powerful. It's packed. Um, and it's hot. So um, th those sounds, those are the tongues of fire. You can feel it. And you, it, it, sometimes I'm hearing some of you pray in the Holy Ghost. And it's like I can see the grace being poured over your head as you're praying. So fire-filled. I just see it so evidently. And it, it, it gets me excited. It's like I know she's speaking in the tongue, but I can hear the Lord saying, now go and get that soul. Now you're ready for this finance. Now you're ready to go into this dimension of work. God had set you down for a side in the shepherd's tent that is um, the, the elite HQ, but he set you in a timeline. I can hear and see all those things happening over certain people. So sometimes I have to even close my eyes and say, Lord, it's too much. You're showing me so much, but I'm just hoping that they will understand that grace and move in it for themselves, knowing that everything that is given to each and every one of us is for the unifying and building of this nation family. Not just the nation family, but the globe and what God is trying to do in this world in general your language your words this word will shape our world the word of god that we preach and teach according to that second timothy is what is allowing us to cause and create this world that we talk about as part of this nation family so what was happening here was that a world was actually being formed but it was a world filled, formed with fire. Don't forget, they said that John came to baptize with water. Jesus came back to baptize with the Holy Spirit. Now, that was the evidence of what was happening up in the upper room. So when we speak to ourselves like this, what we are doing is creating a world. And in that world, we want to introduce people into it and bring them in. So what happened when this... Um, let's keep reading, Mark. I'm Tons about to close. Fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. Yeah. 
all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes. And began to speak in other tongues. Yes. As the Spirit enabled them. Before that even happened, in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, it says that when my Holy Spirit comes upon you, it says you will become witnesses. Meaning there was already a plan for these people. Um, there was already, God had proposed something for these people, but he was waiting for a time. He was getting them in a, in a situation where he wanted them to pre be prepared for when they do go out and start doing works. But let's keep reading, Mark. Now, there were staying in Jerusalem. Yes. God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. Yeah. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment. A crowd came together based on what they heard. Can you hear this? When the nation family make the kind of noise we make, guess what people do? They come together. I don't care about what platform they come together on with, but they come together because they heard your sound. This is why you've got to keep making noise. This is why you've got to keep speaking in whatever capacity God has given to you. You may not have the platform of a periscope, but you may have a platform where God is asking you to speak. I mean, uh, sing or dance uh, or, or do hair or do beauty or do whatever it is that he's caused you to do. That is your speaking. That is you allowing this message to be traveled from generation to generation to people to people from nation to nation. Finish reading that because I want to go into Psalms chapter 2 quickly, quickly, quickly. Because each one heard their own language being spoken. Beautiful. Utterly amazed. Uh -huh. They asked, uh -huh. aren't, all those, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Uh -huh. Then how is it that each of us hears them in our own native language? Beautiful. Parthians, Medes, and Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia. Jump to verse 12. Or jump to verse 11, sorry. Both Jews and converts to Judaism, yeah. Cretans and Arabs, uh -huh. we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongue. Beautiful. Meaning that Ashania can be in Congo and they may not understand English language. And the, but the translation of the message is the same. We're speaking the wonders of God. So the dialect can be different, but the message is what matters in a language. Are you understanding that, guys? It's the message that matters in that language. But they need to hear you. So absolutely, yes, we must have an elite in Congo. I saw elite New York yesterday. I saw you, um, elite South Africa yesterday. I said, what? I said, but wait, I haven't spoken yet. So but guess what they're hearing? They're hearing the language. They're hearing the message of the language. And guess what? They are unifying, coming together because of what they are hearing. It's so powerful. It's so deep. You see how the word of God can, tra can travel. We've become witnesses. Not only have we become witnesses, but now he had to take us into an upper room, endow us with fire, praying like we've been praying, giving like we've been giving, speaking like we've been giving, and then send us out into the nation and then everybody comes. No wonder why elite will just grow without you even realizing. The nation family will just grow. And you will wonder, wait, I'm not prepared for this. Is that you've been prepared. When you were praying in the Holy Ghost, when you were sitting down listening to Pastor Nikki, listening to Pastor Toby, listening to Pastor Sam, listening to Pastor Dami, what you were doing was enabling yourself to be prepared for the time that will come. In season, out of season. Finish reading this, Mark. Amazed and perplexed. 
Uh -huh. I like that word, perplexed, because Paul was also perplexed about the church at a time. He says, you children from whom I travel until Christ is fully formed. He says, I'm perplexed about you, meaning that I'm intrigued. <laughs> I love that word, you know. Okay, keep reading. They ask one another, uh -huh. what does this mean? Yes. Some, however, make fun of them and say. Some will make fun of you. Some will laugh. Some will go to the blogs and say this, that, and the other. But there will be a remnant, Kaliandoza, there will be a remnant of people that will hear this message, my God, and they will live their life according to the message. So whoever needs to make fun, let them make fun. Those are the people you heal. Those are the people's lives that you change. Those are the people you deposit life into. You don't criticize and say, why are they making fun? They have to make fun. When they make a spectacle of you, like I told you, fire has two elements. Fire can make a spectacle and it can make a spectacle of. Uh -huh. So people will have to laugh and people will have to be drowned by the fire. You and I are in that fire, being endowed in it. Some may laugh, but ultimately it will be that fire that will cause light. Have you finished? Let's go, Ma. They have had too much wine. Yes. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, mm -hmm. raised his voice and addressed the crowd. So they, they said they had too much wine, meaning that they, they said, are you not the same people that were in the wedding at um, Galilee? Because it was the Galileans. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's not for today because I want to start doing stuff. Are you going to, huh? <laughs> it's fine. I'm not going to do that. Let's do that. Then Peter stood up. With the eleven. Raised his voice. And addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews. And all of you who live in Jerusalem. Aha. Uh -huh. Let me explain this to you. Aha. Uh -huh. Listen carefully to what I say. Aha. Uh -huh. These people are not drunk. Yeah. As you suppose. It's very hot. It's only nine in the morning. Aha. Uh -huh. No. This is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. Aha. Uh -huh. In the last days. God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Yes. Your sons and daughters will, pro will prophesy. Mm -hmm. Your young men will see visions. Oh. Your old men will dream dreams. Yeah. Even on my servants, mm -hmm. both men and women, yeah. I will pour out my spirit in those days. Yeah. And they will prophesy. Mm -hmm. I will show wonders in the heavens above. Beautiful. And signs on the earth below. Beautiful. Blood and fire and billows of smoke. Yeah. The sun will be turned to darkness mm -hmm. and the moon to blood before the coming mm -hmm. of the great and glorious day of the Lord. Good. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Beautiful. Just stop there because I want to finish now. I, I said I'm going to speak for half an hour and I've gone beyond that. But it's fine. I love this. So in other words, all of that upper room was preparation for what God was trying to do. Save. Jump to Psalms chapter 2 and let's close there, Mark. I hope you're following me this afternoon, family. You're still with me. I know most of you are at work and I love that because you're getting yourself ready for your 50 seeds. But just tune in with me still and just be listening and doing as you're doing. Are you there, Mark? Let's read. Why do the nations conspire mm -hmm. and the peoples plot in vain? Yeah. The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together yeah. against the Lord and against his anointed, uh -huh. saying, let us break their chains and throw off their shackles. Uh -huh. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. Mm -hmm. The Lord scoffs at them. Uh -huh. He rebukes them in his anger uh -huh. 
and terrifies them in his wrath. You know where I'm going anyway, but keep reading. I have installed my king on Zion, uh -huh. my holy mountain. Yes. I will proclaim the Lord's decree. Yeah. He said to me, you are my son. Today I have become your father. Hold on. He said, today you are my son. He said, you are my son. Today I have become your father. Guys, I don't want to speak about sonship. Maybe I'll leave that for tomorrow. But before I told you this a while back, before any child is introduced, you must know who the father is first. Before I'm even introduced into the nation as a Pastor Nikki, the world have got to know PT first. I'm not going to go in as, hey, I'm Pastor Nikki. That's when I will crash. But when they can see that this is the child of, this is the seed of, the nations will begin to respond. Then I can ask. Guys, you need to understand something about ask of me the nation because anybody ask me for a hundred pound now, Anna. If I give you leg. <laughs> no, not really. Um, <laughs> yeah, she wouldn't be asking for 100 pounds. She'd know I'll give her more. I'm joking. But my mom, if I, I messaged my dad the other day, in fact. <laughs> and me and my dad, we have this funny relationship. So I messaged him as a dad. Um, uh, give me so and so for something I want to do. He said, to buy 40, meaning that if I slap you, this guy is in Swaziland. He said, if I slap you, in fact, he said, if I give you cellular, that's how he used to speak to me. I told you about cellular, yeah? It, it's, it's, a, it's a phone, and basically, you know how you put the phone here? Cellular. <laughs> it will give you cellular. So he said, if I give you cellular. <laughs> so uh, that's what he said to me. And um, uh, why did I even say that, Sha? Ask of me the nation, right? Uh -huh. So when we ask of certain things, we've got to know where is it coming from? The reason why we can ask for the nation is because we're asking on credit of Abraham. We're asking on the credit of the father of nations. We're asking on the credit of a man that has already come. So when I ask for certain things, I don't go as Nikki. God will not recognize me at that throne of grace. But when I walk in the, in, the, in the grace that was over this Abraham, over the nation family, I can ask boldly because God recognizes the original seed. He recognizes the man that has come uh, 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 before I came. Uh huh. So when we go to him as one and ask for things like that, you've already been, because if I'm asking for this thing, it means that I need it for a mission or something. If I'm asking for a nation, it means that I prepared myself um, for what the nations will do uh, for a use. Thank you. I'm not going to ask for a thing without, a, without the use. Otherwise, like I said the other day, you will what? Abuse it. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You will abuse it. So before I go to him, he got, this was David speaking here. So David was already walking in a grace, so he can't ask. This scripture wasn't given to a non-believer. These were given to the sons and daughters of God. They weren't just given to anybody. Because I'm thinking, but anybody can ask for the nation then. No, 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 no. It can only be the sons and daughters. Why? Because God recognizes their seed. God recognizes where they've come from. He recognizes where you and I come from. That's why we can ask for the nation and God has given it to us. He's given us Congo. He's given us South Africa. He's given us New York. He's given us all of these places. And I'm thinking, but we're not prepared for it. And he said, but when you were praying in tongues, you were preparing. When you submitted yourself to this house, under Pastor Toby, under Pastor Lucy and all the leadership, under Pastor Sam, Pastor Dami, you became a son. And for that, when you ask for things, I will give it to you and everything you need for those nations will come wealth will come because Matthew 6.33 begins to action itself 
Are you guys with me this afternoon? Let's read. Ask. Ask me. Yeah. And I will make the nation your inheritance. I told you on Saturday. I love the word make. Meaning that they weren't even there. He was he's going to make the nations for you. This, so you're probably thinking it's the people on the street left, right. It says, no, no, no. No, because those are not even made men. I told you about male and female, man and woman on Saturday. Yes, those, were men, those people that are out there, there are male and female. God is going to make them into men and women. Then they become nations. That's techie, isn't it? It's techie, so I'll explain it tomorrow, maybe, or whenever. He's going to make them into the man that he intended them to be, yes? That's when he will give, um, that's how he will give them to us. I need to even understand that better before I try and teach that to you. But he says he's going to make us a nation, meaning that he will have to go back into creation mode on account of you asking. The word of God is so sweet, isn't it, Pastor Daniel Jr.? It's mad, isn't it? He's going back into creation mode for you and I. But he says, as he's doing that, get ready. Be prepared. Be sons and daughters. I only recognize sons and daughters. I bless sons and daughters. Genesis chapter 12. Abraham, because of um, Abraham, he says, I will bless you and make you a blessing, uh, make you a blessing to a nation. You shall know what it is. And he says that because I know he will teach the children the ways of God, I will bless them. So whenever God sees sons and daughters speaking the language of that house, of our house, we put him in a position where he begins to make for us a nations, a peoples that will come into our light. So elite family, nation family, for those of you who are watching, you're in preparation mode now. You're in building mode now. All the prophecies that you've heard, God scattering, God doing all these things, they were to fortify you and get you prepared for a season like you're seeing now. The worst thing will be to hear the same prophecy three times in a row. Do you know the word on women? We've heard it since 2017, I believe, or 18, three times. You heard about number three, right? What does it mean, Domicella? It's establishment. It's the third time, meaning that the time is now. God is ready. God is working. He's active. He's not waiting anymore. So he says that I will just use the remnant of people who are willing to fulfill my will here on earth. You know, just like the upper room, it was a remnant of people that God had used at that time to fulfill his will. Those, some may laugh, some may do this. I'm sure even the man at the beautiful gate was probably thinking, what's going on up there? Uh, not realizing that Peter was going to come down and bestow the power, the, 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 um, the, the power and the dimensions and the cabod and the grace that was given to them in that upper room on him at that time. You know, glory can have two forms, guys. Glory just means weight. So even Satan has his own glory. I heard someone cuss somebody on one of these one of platforms and you are a glorious cow. I said, what? That's very deep though, because we've used, we usually associate glory to the things of God. But actually, because glory means weight, it just means that you're a heavy cow. <laughs> so, um... When we use certain words, this is why I go back here and study and say, what does that word actually mean so that I'm using it 
in the right context and using it in the right flow. So glory can have its own form too. So, um, but the weight of this house is on you, family. The glory of God, which is the weight, the good weight, the greatness. And we saw this weight in Haggai chapter 2, yes? Um, when it spoke about the glory of the latter house. Uh -huh. It's all over you, nation family and um, elite family. And it's now time for you to work and move in the grace of God. And that grace of God is what will make you set apart in this world. People will look into our world and think, what is that? What is this? Same way the children of Israel, of Israel will look at manna and ask, what is this? They will look at you because you know that manna was actually Christ. It was the bread of life, but they didn't recognize it. They didn't see it. They didn't know it until they had tasted it. Let the world taste you. Let them see you in all your glorious goodness. And when they do, they will know that truly, truly, you are the saving grace to this generation. Have you been blessed by that little word this afternoon? Um, let's get ready for, to hear from your leaders every day of the week. And then tomorrow evening, it's going to be fire-filled with Pastor Genevieve and somebody else uh, it's going to be amazing and the choir beautiful like I said elite family you guys are a church your setup is a church you have your choir you have your admin team you have your media team you have your finance team you have all your team kitchen team thank you you have everything you're a church and I told you it will be the church that will raise the dry bones to life. Hebrews 11, it says the woman will raise their children back from dead. The woman represents the church, the bridegroom. So people will come running in to, 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 to you guys. Praise God.